Uh. Here we go. Oh, my check. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. You're into another episode of Real Rap Let's Rap with Shade. We're going to change the name because the originator of real rapping, telling it like it is, one of my inspirations in the podcast, doing one. Oh, my God. If you don't know him, you're about to know him. What do you want to be called? You want to be called Dance Status? Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. Oh my God, oh my God, this is a pleasure. This is a pleasure. Uh, you know what, Shay? This is an honor. It's a pleasure. You know, you know, come on somebody else's <laughs> show and you know, chill out. I'm going to change my name right after this uh, part, though. I'm really am. real rap. Let's rap. Now I'm thinking of like, yeah, that's damn. I'm changing because you're coming back with real rap again, and yeah. I'm gonna change it to chatting with Chuck or some <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? But chilling uh, in the shade with shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta think of something, but yeah. that this is gonna be the last episode with that name because this is, woo, woo. If yo, I'm gonna just let you just spill, just even get into a spill. How are you doing? I'm here. Uh, it's like, uh, oh, shit, bro. I don't even know where to begin. Oh, you man. want me to go on a rant? You know, oh, man. I know you're going to get into a rant. Let's, let's just talk about how I know you and how Pittsburgh know you. I really caught a glimpse of you during online, and you would just say a lot of shit about hip-hop business that nobody was saying period like like definitely like whoa 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 this is the first i ever heard it on a public forum coming out of pittsburgh so that was my first caption of you what made you say you know what fuck it i'm gonna give out free game because you was giving out game bro Here's the thing. The game is still online. Uh, you know, real rap, hip-hop podcast, you can find it on your favorite streaming services. But look, bro. Us Pittsburgh niggas, mm-hmm. at times we get on this, we're just entering the fucking hip-hop universe. We're not. Um, there's a lot of talent here, true, but that talent has no direction. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I was groomed by some of the best people uh, coming up through this hip hop shit, and you know what I'm saying they gave me free game. Mm-hmm. And I'm from the school. If someone does something for me, I reciprocate to someone else. Word. Okay. So all this is about helping each other. You know, as black people, we don't help each other. At times, sometimes we do, sometimes we don't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's about building the culture, okay? Um, you know, we're not East Coast, we're not West Coast, we're not Midwest either, we're not South, we're there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're kind of like the crossroads of everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, just over mm-hmm. the years, man, it's just, there's a lot of information here that is, People got connections here. 
Oh, yeah. But they don't want to share those connections. Okay, it's right. all this power ego thing. But when you really look at it, where the fuck? Look, it's been what? Mac and Wiz? We're over going, 10 years. Over 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. I figured out their formula. I even told niggas their formula. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to copy it. We're in a fucking copycat league. We're no different than the NFL, Major right. League Baseball. You know what I'm saying? Right. The NBA is a copycat league. You take what they doing, you reverse engineer it, boom. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, just, I, I had to, like, take what I knew at the time mm -hmm. and just give it out. You know what I'm saying? It's all about helping at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh definitely... During that time when you was doing it, it definitely needed help because, like you said, it still it was, does, bro. Oh yeah, but it was that that in the beginning after the the post Wiz Mac era, people thought just because you was from Pittsburgh, you was automatically put on, and me knowing people from other cities, mm. they were just like, nah, we're not fucking with that, and that was because of the little things, the administrative things. Mm. Like, there was no networking with them people. They'll just send them shit. And then just by, you know what I mean? After that, people ask for things like, what's the um, IRSC code? D they don't got that. Where can we find it? We're, it's on SoundCloud. You know what I mean? Like, SoundCloud was played out. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, See, I'm going to tell you this, right? Because you said networking. Mm -hmm. uh, officially, I start networking with people on SoundCloud. Okay, this is mm -hmm. early 2009, 2010, where SoundCloud was really a community. When you, when you could add yourself to certain playlists, like the people, I remember that era. Okay. Yeah. So I was, listen, uh, I start chatting with people. No, actually, let me take that back. Mm -hmm. My first real interaction networking mm -hmm. when social media was social networking see they fooled y'all with they changed them words mm. was my space yes yes. Okay? yes so i started chatting with people all around the country all around the world then it went to soundcloud mm -hmm. so i'm talking to like you know even more people and believe it or not what goes on here in pittsburgh you pittsburgh motherfuckers Happens everywhere else. Okay? Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, just don't think, you know, it's just a Pittsburgh thing. No, it's everywhere. But see, everywhere else knows how to hide their shit better than what we do. We're a little bit too wide open on social media, bitching, whining, and complaining. And a lot of shit we need to keep in-house, mm -hmm. discuss with each other as men, as women, as adults, as a community called hip hop. That's one of my main, main pet peeves about Pittsburgh hip hop with that. Um, they'll complain and they'll forget that we're in a world that all you have to do is type in Pittsburgh hip hop. Nine out of 10, you're going to get a bunch of gripes and they're from the people that's here. Yes. Why? Because they put it in there. It's mm -hmm. cool to have complaints, mm -hmm. but you shouldn't put it, a label on that. You shouldn't be like, Pittsburgh hip-hop is this. You could just be like, yo, the game is funny. You know what I mean? There's ways. People don't know what social media. They say algorithms, but they don't understand. Look up 
look up the word media. Media means to announce. Facts. Okay. So you're now, now don't get it twisted. I've jumped online and complained, but see what I try to do is problem reaction solution. Galian dialectic. There you go. Here's the problem. Here's our reaction. Here's the solution. Okay. Always try to give that. All right. Here's the problem with Pittsburgh hip hop. Complain. Reaction. Everybody gets irate. Here's the solution. Shut the fuck up and let's talk to each other. Okay. Because our real, our complaint is like uh, lack of bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I grew up in a very strict Judeo-Christian household. So I may start dropping some Judeo-Christian shit. Okay. All right. Boom. My people perish for the lack of knowledge. All right. Uh, them children of Israel dudes took a 40-day trip <laughs> and turned to 40 years. What the fuck does that mean? It's mm-hmm. like, look, you, they was hard-headed, not listening, and also, too, you had to clean out the old so the new could go in. This hip-hop thing, some of us are not going to see the promised land. Right, right, right. We're not. But it's your actions that helps that generation get over, and you will be remembered for that if you're willing to make that sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of dudes, you know what I'm saying, it's like, you know, they don't want that. They want fame. Mm -hmm. They don't want the money. Because uh, they don't structure themselves as a business to make money, mm-hmm. um, you know. So it's it's a bunch of different things. But the one thing I love about Pittsburgh hip hop, there's a lot of talent here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, I will bat hard. Like yo, we could go up toe to toe against anybody at any given time. Okay, now. Will we win a championship? No, because somewhere in there, somewhere going to fuck it up. Oh yeah, the ego, the the ego uh, will will start. And I remember me and you talked a lot off air. Like the ego is so corrupted here that they totally forget that there's no foundation. Mm-mm. There's a lack of foundation. There's a lot of people say, I'm the king of. King of what? There's no hill here. There's none. We're still suffering from the lack of the shadow lounge. Mm. Okay, the shadow lounge, well, a few things. I'll use the shadow lounge. The shadow lounge was like the focal point apex of East Liberty, Oakland. Mm-hmm. Okay. The hill. The hill. Okay, I you know we both come from that era down there at the O mm-hmm. on them weekends. Mm-hmm. You could find a cipher right. all down there at Pitt, the towers. There were ciphers, uh, stuff going on in East Lib. You know, there was hip hop. Okay, mm-hmm. and then that focal point became the Shadow Lounge, and then once the Shadow Lounge shut down, you know what I'm saying we're still lost in the wilderness. Right. Okay, and no one has really put the money, the time, and the effort into building something new. I mean, there, there's a lot of places that try. Yeah, they try. But then it becomes central hubs for their crew. Mm. There's nothing universal here. Like, you go to Shadow Lounge, you can see a rock show, mm-hmm. a jazz show, mm-hmm. trap show, at that time, mm-hmm. crunk show. Mm-hmm. 
boom bap poetry uh, poetry um anything musical you can run this out there, there was gospel there mm-hmm. on sundays yeah and um the it, it, now it's just like okay i'm here this is the main dude and his crew mm-hmm. over here this anybody that just want to jump on come on the, there's nobody just like clicking up. Like me and Stretch talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Like rhyme calisthenics. Mm-hmm. Like it was to a point that like we could have did that anywhere besides Shadowlands because it brought unity. It brought all clicks together. I remember, I remember you to even bring it back some. You was part of JPB, and I, Button Pusher had a lot of different hip hop in one show. Yes. Brought it in. Yes, like, she did. Had that and the food. You know what I mean? Like, there was ways to bring you in to hear all this music. You know what I mean? Scrap did it. Mm-hmm. And like you said, after the Shadow Lounge, there was no more because it became clickish. Period. It became click, but also, too, it was the void. Mm. And um, to fill that void, it takes money. Takes dedication, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Uh, takes a lot of work because remember, Justin built. I remember Justin, the Seventh Movement. He throwing parties down there at Pit. I, I, I was going to go there like the, okay. that started. That was the Shadow Lounge yeah. before the Shadow Lounge okay. at his house. Yeah, look, I remember them days. I remember yo his first <laughs> when he first opened it. I was there, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, motherfuckers was downstairs drinking. Smoking in the basement. Right. Okay. right you know what I'm saying? The very, yo, you know what I'm saying? I always supported Justin. You know what I'm saying? He's always been a stand-up cool dude. You Forever. know what I'm saying? So, like, and, and it grew over time. You know mm. what I'm saying? Everybody, names start getting out. Everybody starts show, showing up. I performed down there. Okay, one of my first performances as a solo artist was at the Shadow Lounge. Okay, I'm there with a bunch of angry rap niggas. Right. Okay. Right. Packed house angry rap niggas. All right. I get on stage. By the time I was done with my set, motherfuckers was singing my shit. <laughs> Those were the good old days. Okay. When cats knew each other's shit. The songs were written for cats to know your shit. Yeah, like, yeah. They're like, oh, man, good day. All right, go ahead. I'm you sorry. Know what I'm, nah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just, just saying, there reminiscing. Like, Yo, uh, Weapons of Mass Production. Oh, Boca. Big time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, oh, I really miss Weapons of Mass. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. You know oh. what I'm saying? Like, at the time when he started, like, my beat arsenal was an up to snuff. By the time it was, it was over. Like, oh, fuck. Man. Shout out to Mysterious, the beat kid at that time. Uh, that was just... Yo, you remember that one uh, Jewish dude? Mm. Uh, the dude, he come down wearing the yarmulke. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, I forgot. I, it. Yo, he had some heat. I I I remember who you're talking about. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Mysterious killed it. I didn't like his beats at the time. Man, look. I They was made for the battle, beat battle. They wasn't made for cats to be like, I'm jumping on. Those beats were made to. I, you know what? I, at the time, I wasn't feeling him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. But over time, it's just like, yo. This nigga got beats. Him, J Pad. J Pad, yep. Uh, you. Yeah. 
I never did one. I got to judge one, though. That was crazy. Yeah. I got to judge one, but never had to be in one. And that's what I meant, Infinite from F3. That yeah. was some crazy shit. That was some crazy shit, but yeah. Yo, the, like, uh, there was, like, this one dude I used to play uh, ball with down at Mellon Park. I never knew this dude made beats. Mm-hmm. He got up there. Okay, like, him? He started playing some shit, like, oh. Was it, was it James Webb? I don't know dude's name. Oh man, I know man. he's kind of sh- kind of short, dark skinned dude. Okay, I know him when I see him, right? Man, uh, you know, like the infrastructure here, there, there isn't, there isn't any, you know, and it needs to be built. You know, mm. I mean, listen, we have the demographics contrary to popular belief. If you jump on Google and go to uh, the U.S. Census, right, you'll right. see we actually. Within Allegheny County mm-hmm. itself, right, we could sustain something. That's not counting Beaver, Butler, Westmoreland, Fayette, Green. Yeah, I know the counties around here. Yeah, but look, that was the other thing about Shadow Lounge. It just it didn't just bring in the Allegheny County city folk. Mm-mm. It did bring out other counties. People mm-hmm. from other states was coming. Yes, to this place at any given time like you had Steelers pop up in there mm-hmm. and like it was it was really like the hub of creativity yes but you said it's and like I said it's, it's so divided it's so I wish I was paid I wish I was paid I, I, I'll build a foundation I'll bring you on you can just be my creative oh, man, I ain't paid. that nice bro no no nah, you're nice shit. bro no nah, no nah, see that's the thing I feel like the people that do talk shit, mm-hmm. they're the ones that can do shit. They're not the ones that's going to get pussy over. They're not going to be a yes man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I love that type of energy. Mm-hmm. Talk your shit. Because I know you're you're that type that I know. If I ever had some money, be like, yo, let's, let's do this. You ain't going to back down to me. You ain't going to back down to the people. You're going to make it move because you believe in what you believe in. So See, it's easy to believe in this because the product is there. Right. The talent, I see it, I hear it. You know what I'm saying? It's just a lot of artists, no matter where you are, mm-hmm. at the end of the day is do you really believe in what you do? Mm. And that answer is no. You really don't. Because somewhere in your subconscious, you don't believe this is going to work right you're waiting for the fuck up moment right okay um you know like i said man the talent here is 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 why like look man i've been doing pittsburgh hip-hop since 88 okay so i'm from the ain't no half-stepping you know i'm saying generation you know and i've seen how pittsburgh hip-hop has has evolved how um everybody has gotten better Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. You know. And, you know, like I said, bro, it's just lack lack of infrastructure, too much ego, mm-hmm. uh, no money, because nobody wants to put money up. Oh, and some, I, and I know, up, like. They some put up money. Wait a minute. Here's the part. thing. Here's the thing. When some. I'm talking about money, because I know, like, certain people going to hear this. Well, I put this into. Okay. I'm not talking about you individually. Mm. I put money into my stuff. Shade has put money into it. Okay. But it's the collective money. Right. Okay. 
there's a reason why you pay taxes. That's collective money. Technically, right. the U.S. does practice a form of socialism. It's called taxes. Mm-hmm. So you get that pot of money. You're supposed to what? Build roads, schools, right? All that stuff. That's infrastructure. Okay. We don't put money collectively into an infrastructure where we bought a building. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we maintain that building. Church. That's why you pay tithes and offerings. Because you built the church. You build the church. All the members of that congregation puts money into that, and that's supposed to facilitate the maintenance of that building and the maintenance of that community. We don't do that. Yeah, so-and-so over here put some money, you know what I'm saying? They got this over here. They got that over there. That's Mm -hmm. cool, but we don't form like Voltron. Right, right. And I always say, um, I used to always tell um, Elizabeth, Kibowitz, um, I used to always tell her, if only six of us put in something, at least two and a half stacks, six, just six of us. There's a lot of quote unquote legends here in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm six of us. Let's do it. They're not going to do it. I know. And six is just a low number to m- so many legends here. You know what I mean? Like, that I know. I can name at least 10. Like, they could put up some money if we did it collectively. Like, that's been... No, see, here's the thing, right? A plan that's been in my head forever. Now, if you really get, like, motherfuckers... Okay, this is called venture capital. Mm-hmm. Okay? We, we need some capital. All right? So these investors come in. Boom. We put this thing together. You know what I'm saying? They get a return. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they don't believe in the product. Now, see, they'll go out and spend their money on other things, except this. This is this right here, if done correctly, mm-hmm. okay, would put Pittsburgh up there with cities like Detroit, mm-hmm. Atlanta, mm-hmm. Houston, mm-hmm. of course, New York and L.A. Let's throw Miami and the Miami. whole state of Florida. The whole state of Florida right now. Okay, infrastructure. We could do ease Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Cleveland is killing us. Okay. Right. All right. So we could do it. Hell, I mean, listen, man. Benny and them, I've been to Buffalo. Buffalo is a bullshitty city. So if you're from Buffalo, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Boring as fuck. Them niggas have made Buffalo. They even made me rethink Buffalo. I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm saying it can be done. Okay, we have the talent, we have uh, the people power, mm-hmm. we have the money. We don't have the work. I, I can't. E- I think it's laziness. I don't think people want to put in the much work that it takes for it to happen. Yes and no. When you're out there being a mercenary, mm-hmm. okay, you put all that energy into you being a mercenary. So after a while, you get tired. Okay. We've never done it as a collective unit. That is true. Okay. That is true. All right. So if we did it as a collective unit, it didn't work, and you burnt out, okay, that's one thing. You know, but you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I'm the disgruntled artist right now. Okay. Like, you were one on it. I'm disgruntled. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm burnt out creating music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I'm not burnt out being a part of the culture, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, uh, if somebody come to me and it's like, you know what I'm saying, like, the game plan looks legit. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's, like, lawyers involved. I mean, we properly doing business here. Not some nigga shit. Proper business. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I can contribute. Because, I mean, if you really think about it, like, do we really take, like, the OGs of this shit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we all sit and have powwow? Mm-hmm. Iron some shit out, put some money up, and cultivate this shit? Right. Okay, because remember, um, a business... Uh, takes like three years on average to make a profit. Mm-hmm. I found out like tech startups, they run at a deficit for eight years till somebody comes in and scoops them up. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to put in that three, five, eight decade long work? Of course, there's going to be ups and downs, but see, you know, as you said, nobody wants to do it. Nobody wants okay. to do it. Like, it's no, people will want to do it, but they don't want to do it. When it comes to the work, like that's the thing. Like we was talking about it before. Mm-hmm. Like before um, we did this, having that good work ethic at your job mm-hmm. that can make you a better person in what you do. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you brought up was the artist burnout. Pittsburgh is a big city of egos. Yes. The burnout will be real based off the mental part of it. Not even, you know what I mean? Like, it's weird. It's weird, bro. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to get off it. I'm going to get off it because foundation is needed here. Mm-hmm. We got we got a lot of leaders here. There's, yeah. not, there's not a few. There's, there's more leaders than soldiers here with their art and everything. You know what I mean? Like, there's even, uh, like, remember, like, collectives, like, track me. Yeah. Dope movement. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when local forums, that, that's where we used to meet at. And, and see the movements uh, local come up. Local 412 was, ah, uh, it was, that reminded me of the lounge. That was the closest thing to the lounge we got. It was raw. <laughs> I thought it, I felt it was more raw than the lounge. That was yeah. Um, but you know what I'm saying we got like all these like little satellite places. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. And you know everybody who got like the little thing got they beefs with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but then you know it is what it is. I'm not going to mention names because, you know, I don't want to get targeted. I mean, I don't care about getting targeted, but it's like, look, bro, um, at the end of the day, we have to look at the landscape and really ask ourselves, is this shit working? And the answer is no. Right. Okay. Right. Um, Because at the end of the day, we could die at any time. Uh, So what's your legacy in this shit? I think about that every day. I think about that every day. Like, I know this might be a dumb goal or a cocky goal, but my legacy, at the end of the day, I want something named after me here, particularly on the east side. Like, one day I'm going to tell my story. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much to the culture. 
like the only thing that didn't happen to me is get signed to a major label. That's it. But I went through the ins and outs, and I love Pittsburgh. I love the culture of music here, and I'm not just talking about rap. I'm going back to the, when Pittsburgh was the hub between New York and fucking Chicago. Everybody met here up in the hill in Homewood and played mm-hmm. and made dope music. So, so we have history. Exactly. The only thing we got to do is just dig it up. Okay. So, I mean, we have history. We have talent. You know, I mean, yeah, the population over time has gone down. True, true, true. But we still have that raw, undiscovered talent. But with that raw, undiscovered undiscovered talent, uh, with today's social media shit, mm-hmm. okay, you know what I'm saying? Your ego is instantly gratified or bruised <laughs> real quick. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we have these issues. But at the end of the day, I mean, we all have to do some soul searching and ask ourselves as a collective. Right. Do we really want to do this or not? So if we don't want to do it, shut the fuck up. Okay, just do you. Don't complain about nothing. Okay, just do you. There it is. Mm-hmm. So when you jump on and complain online, speaking of complaining, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, oh, this was a couple years ago, right? Like somebody made a mural of a bunch of Pittsburgh hip-hop artists. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Remember that? Facebook was on fucking fire. Yeah. I started getting phone calls. Yeah. From people not from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay. They called me. Okay. I didn't even know it was going down like that, right? Because I was, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. not being on Facebook. Mm -hmm. They're like, yo, what's up with you Pittsburgh niggas? I'm like, what are you talking about? Y'all mad. About what? Big mad. Yeah, about that mural about all the Pittsburgh hip hop artists, you know what I'm saying? So I jumped online. Look, I got five five phone calls uh from North Carolina, mm-hmm. Paris, France, mm-hmm. okay, LA, mm-hmm. Detroit, mm-hmm. and Boston. Right. So motherfuckers look at us. Okay, remember, I mean, Pittsburgh is known for the Steelers, whether you like them or not. Right. We are fucking known. No, no. Okay. Off the rip. So I'm getting phone calls. I had to go do research and call them back and let them know what the fuck was going on. Okay. Yeah. Everybody was chiming in. You know what I'm saying? Saying negativity. I mean, I looked at the mural like a lot of them dudes I didn't know. I'm going to keep it 100. But I mean, the person was just trying to show respect and homage to Pittsburgh hip hop. Man, I'm going to tell you what I did when the hate was going on. That's when I was doing two-piece. And two-piece was about where I came from. Sure. I come from Larmer. The mural on Larmer. Yo, I did a whole scene there. Mm-hmm. I seen it, jumped out the car. There was a lot. Of, I, I didn't understand why there was so much hate. Like, maybe if you put in the work that these artists did, Maybe you'll be a mural too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the work. These cats work. Like, I was I was there when Mac was working. Like, like he'd come and do a Ram Cow, like, yeah, I gotta go to Penn State. And jump up in the car and listen. You know what I mean? Look, I tell everybody, there's pictures of this shit. When I met Mac, he was 15 years old. Him and Beatty. 
Right. I think BD was 19 or something like that. He was a little bit older. I saw them dudes get up on stage as the ill-spoken. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? These white boys killing it. Right? I think that was like what one of their first performances. At Moondogs. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Moon. <sighs> okay. So, boom. You know, Dan Stas doing his Dan Status thing. I remember this one time I had both of them come, on, come off stage with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was talking to Mac. I mean, his hip-hop acumen for a 15-year-old was crushing dudes twice his age. Facts. Facts. His favorite rapper is Big L. Facts. Facts. You know what I'm saying? See, I told my little backstories. Go ahead. Tell, tell I'm it. just saying. You know what I'm saying? You know. Uh, you know, saw him. I only met Wiz once when he was at Alder Dykes. Okay, uh, but see, I remember when he was Wiz kid. Okay. Okay. I heard about him when he was 14, killing it. Mm-hmm. All right. And he was. So, you know. For that, for that, for that time. Yeah. Pittsburgh, yeah. Him, yeah. Kev. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Chevy Woods, y'all, you know what I'm saying? I know him as Kev the Hustler. He used yeah. to come to my crib and record. Right. Siri X used to come to my crib and record. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I remember yeah. Jasiri with Concrete Elite. Man. And I could go back, but anyway. It's man, like, no, no, no. Talk that shit. Look, look, a big man, part look. of this part is like, yo, if you're here talking about Pittsburgh and I got you here, talk that Pittsburgh shit. Look, like, I had a, uh, me and my man J-Pad had a uh, studio at my crib on Kedron Street. Okay. Okay. Called the Watchtower. Motherfuckers came through that shit. Okay. Um. So you know, like Pittsburgh hip hop. You know, what I'm saying I'm I'm intertwined with the shit. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying I know there's a lot of people I know. There's a lot of um people I don't know. I know of them, but I don't know. Right. Okay. Um. So you know, what I'm saying I've seen the talent. I've recorded the talent personally. Mm. Okay, I've talked to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll talk to you on some hip-hop shit, but after a while, it's just like, who the fuck is you as a person? You know what I'm saying? Because that who you are as a person does reflect what the fuck you rhyming about. Okay, you can only write so much made-up homemade shit, you know Mm. what I'm saying, before you got to go do some research. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Write new shit. Right, right. So, like, uh, you know. uh, But at the end of the day, Pittsburgh hip-hop needs infrastructure. More infrastructure, less ego. And appreciate and appreciate each other because what we're doing is part of the human existence. Mm-hmm. We're adding on to that fabric of music. Music is fucking universal. Right. Right. Okay. We're just adding the Pittsburgh flavor to it. I'm a can I zoom it out a little bit? Yeah, take it ahead. away from Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then zoom it out mm-hmm. as in United States, US hip hop. Mm-hmm. And you say, are you the person? Authenticity is real. Mm-hmm. Do you think on a national scale with hip hop, it's getting too real? As far as what? Like, rappers are now trying to live the raps. Like, it's a big, big thing. It's, 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 it's a thing locally. It's a thing like they're bringing it, definitely bringing the streets, the authenticity, definitely in the music, 
but the industry part shit, they really don't really care. Art imitates life. Life imitates art. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. All right. Remember, one thing about hip hop, we've been yelling for eons. Keep it real. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you find out your favorite artists ain't doing what they say they do, you're looking them sideways like, yeah, he's all right, but he's not real. Man. So, I, I get it to a certain point. Ugh. But Biggie said this was like, uh, right before he died, because it was an interview on Rap City. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm paraphrasing it. I know somebody going to say, you didn't say it right. But he was like, uh, when he okay, when he went from Ray to Die to Life to Death, remember that's two different albums, that's two different versions of Biggie. Facts. Okay, he switched up his shit. Mm-hmm. Um, because he said he wasn't living that lifestyle no more. So he made a change. And he said something about if I was working at McDonald's flipping burgers, I'd be rapping about know. that. Yep. Okay. I remember that. I remember that one. Yeah, I remember you know that. What I'm saying? Yeah. Um so, like, keeping it real. I mean, you can rap about shit. Here's the thing, right? I can rap about a lot of, like, gangster shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've never done it personally. But I know motherfuckers who have, and I've seen some shit. Mm-hmm. So I could do it from, like, um, a reporter standpoint. Right. I mean, right. there's ways that you can talk about certain things that still keep it real. I mean, because, you know, this is all storytelling. Yeah, at the end of the day. Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great writer, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, he writes a lot of murder and weirdo shit. Right. Has this motherfucker committed those acts? Never. Arnold Schwarzenegger. We've all seen him on, on film killing and doing a bunch of shit. Has he done that in real life? No. Okay, no. this is the entertainment aspect of it, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, I mean, if you want to live that life, I mean, there's a price to pay. When it comes to me and my perspective of mm-hmm. hip hop, and I always look at it as hip hop, hip hop is the voice of the streets. Yes, it is. People tend to forget what the voice of the streets is today. Mm-hmm. These kids are kids of crack babies. Yes. It's the lack of like like the laws. It's 1980s all over again, really in the hood. Yeah. And with technology. And access to things, it's much easier. Mm-hmm. And you're not giving these kids no hope. Half of these kids are rapping about, help me, somewhere in the line. You know what I mean? Somewhere in the uh, songs. You know what I'm saying? The, like, Not to cut you off. Okay, bro. cool, cool, cool. Okay, like hip-hop never got into like deep emotional things. Mm-hmm. For the long, I mean, it talked about like a lot of things, but never got into like that interpersonal, inner perspective type shit. They'll steer away from that quick. But that's the one thing I like about today's rappers. Mm-hmm. They will go into that chamber. Okay. And when you really listen to their lyrics, okay, motherfuckers is crying for help. Yeah. yeah that, As you just said. Yeah. I mean, listen, yeah. you'll be surprised who's been um, molested, abused. Um, I don't care who you are on this planet, we all suffer from some PTSD and some trauma. Oh, yeah. Some more than others. Oh, yeah. And, you know what I'm saying, you know, like when everybody, you know, talking about Molly Percocet and, you know what I'm saying, they became fiends. Now it's the fiend 
Okay. At one time, you were supposed to serve the fiend. Now we become the fiend. And the fiend's on the mic. See, I always think, like, since <laughs> the chronic and the other toads of what they try to put on us with, like, Cypress Hill and How to Roll a Blunt with Red Bat, it was just, like, do, do drug of choice. Like, yeah. they always push that drug shit on the on us, except for the 80s. They, it was anti-coke, anti-crack. You know what I mean? But most of them, we know, we found out. They was on. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? They was anti, but they was doing it. But then a lot of these dudes talking about weed stuff don't even do the weed. So it's like, okay, Uh, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like, like Molly Perkins said, it's now like the the drug of choice. Like, I always look at hip-hop that way. Like, well, I can't front on this because it was like this. And it's mostly the 80s. Hmm? But like it's it's crazy, but people want to point the finger. But we have to remember we were the children of that era. Yes, we can't. I remember when crack hit the streets, Bruh, Exactly, exactly. I've, I've seen crack tear people down. Yeah, crack is only the cracker is only like thirty something years old. You know what I mean? It's going about forty now. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. It's not well. I'm trying to say it. It's not old. Mm-mm. It's it's not old, and it's not that many generations. And like I said, it's this is the deep generation of it, because what were the kids are taught? I'm not going to throw. I'm gonna definitely throw the blame at the way there ain't nothing for them. But you know what I'm saying. But see, that's going into like other shit. Well, but no, it goes into no. the authenticity. Of it, it go, all. It goes into, like, there's no infrastructure here with Pittsburgh hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Within the black community, what is our infrastructure? Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Everywhere. Everywhere. What's our infrastructure as a, as a group of people within this country? What is our infrastructure? Our infrastructure is rapping or some sort of entertainment, mm-hmm. athletics, mm-hmm. okay, and drugs and crime. Okay, I mean, you know, and sex now. You got to throw sex in there for the ladies too. I mean, definitely, definitely. Well, sex. I mean, that's one of the old fashions. Well, it's commercial now. It's definitely commercial. It's always <laughs> been commercial, bro. It's just now we have like easier access to the shit. You're right. You're right. You're okay, right. Okay, instead you're of right. going buying a tape, I mean, you know, no, right. I mean, sex you're has right. always been around. You you're know? right. You're uh, right. So, like, I mean, what is our infrastructure as a people? Um. You know what I'm saying? So that's why we get, I mean, listen, living in the United States, okay, uh, we're a targeted group. We're the fucking X-Men <sighs> at the end of the fucking day. That's why niggas love the X-Men because there was a subcontext to that shit. Mm-hmm. We are the X-Men. The cops is the Sentinels. All day. Okay. All day. So, you know, laws and things, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, we're on, if you really, uh, what COINTELPRO? We're on uh, the terrorist list. Oh yeah. Okay. Because if certain outside forces come in and fund us, we could destabilize the United States. Right. Okay? Right. So they see us as an enemy within. Right. If you don't believe me, go look this shit up. Okay. So systematically, since we showed up on these shores, we've been looked at as criminals. Because always remember. Our answers came over in chains. Mm-hmm. Okay, who mm-hmm. do you put in chains? A criminal. A criminal. Yeah. 
Okay, so we've always been looked at criminals and we, we've been treated like one. And so, you know, we can sit up here and blame the men, the women. Mm-hmm. No, there's an outside force that fucked with us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you got what we got today. Yeah. And they still oh, go yeah. at us. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So long story short, it's, it's, this is all about infrastructure. Mm-hmm. Infrastructure uh, of the family infrastructure of the community, infrastructure of the state, of the nation. We don't have a proper infrastructure. There is pockets mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you know, there's churches, community um, people who do things. Right. Okay. They lack funding. Um, you know, so there are po- there's people who do it on an individual level. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as a collective unit, all the hip-hop, does reflect what we're going through through all its stages. You brought up the weed, mm-hmm. 40 in a blunt. Right. I was part of that shit. Exactly. Okay. I remember yeah. when it went from 40 in a blunt, it went to blunt and Hennessy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The ice age of hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, so I, I've seen the different waves, but when you really analyze those waves, it's like that's what was going on at that time. Right. Right, the, the icy age was the ecstasy age. Yeah, that's you know, when niggas was popping X like crazy. Yeah, like, it, it, it's just it's just crazy. My like, weapon of choice was Henny. Right. <laughs> okay, Dan Stas wore. Okay, he wore chains and shit. I'm bringing that shit back. Okay, dance. There's a reason why my name is Dan fucking Stas. I, yo, I, I was a fly motherfucker. Right. Okay, right. That that late '90s, early 2000s shits. You Flip. know what I'm saying? That's when I was crowned Dan Status. My man Kev gave me that name because one day I was I was dipped in some in some Tommy Hill, I was dipped in the shit freshly dipped and he's like, yeah, you look like a a Dan a Dan status. You had to stuck and you had to go and at that time um, like Kaufman's or some shit. Mm. We didn't have no Macy's then, so it was like Kaufman's. You had to go into Kaufman's to get the Tommy. It wasn't like they had Tommy. Everywhere it was, no, Tommy was exclusive. What? Listen, I man. remember those days, bro. Hold up, man. I went from Tommy to Fat Farm. Oh man, you know, say, listen, man. Look, I used to dress now. Man. Now I'm a middle aged dude. Like, ah, man, yeah. I mean, yeah. you got to because, like, I, I don't know. I, I get on kids' drip. I'm like, it's too colorful for me. It's, it's really too fucking colorful. Go back to the '80s. Exactly. Exactly. I tell everybody, hip hop nowadays is uh, from eighty three to eighty six. Right, Rick Rubin all over again. Yeah, that's all this shit is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bunch of eight oh eights, drums, and very mm-hmm. simplistic raps. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's, that's it. All this shit is. And anger. A lot of damage. Uh, damage. <laughs> that's what it is. I can't live without my radio. Draco, Draco, Draco. Like I mean. I, what from the choice? Everything's changed. Everything's changed, but it's the same shit. Yeah, I'm just waiting for lyricism to come back. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's popping up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's bubbling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So you know, it's gonna go through. It's you know, as it changes, it's the same shit. You know, I know you got an audience of some young heads out there. You, trust me. Mm-hmm. Okay, 20 years from now, when you look at what you was doing versus these. The new niggas, okay, mm-hmm. that's coming up. Mm-hmm. You're going to see, like, oh, they was right. 
You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's a, it's a, it's a cycle. Like mm-hmm. we're going we're going to get our commons, or we might even get another Jigger because Drake ain't it. I, I'll be honest with you, Drake ain't the next Jigger. The only closest Jigger to uh, me is Kanye. You know and what? I, you know what? You know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Drake. Mm-hmm. He's the updated version of LL Cool J. Listen to LL. Mm-hmm. Listen to Drake. Mm-hmm. Drake got motherfucking bars. Of course. Of course. Where he loses me when he gets in his emotional bag. Okay. I did not sign up to hear him about his bag. Okay. Mm-hmm. LL, remember, I Need Love. At that time, that was a cutting edge song. It was hit or miss. It was one of those hit or miss jams. Like, either people loved it or hated it. Okay. But, you know what I'm saying? He went to a chamber of love. You know what I'm saying? You know? Mm-hmm. Hip-hop, you know, you can say it's hyper-masculine. Mm-hmm. Which it is. Um, mm-hmm. But here's the thing. If you want to talk about the hyper-masculinity of hip-hop, here's why it's hyper-masculine. Because as black people, and particularly as black men, we've been told over the years, we ain't shit. Right. Okay? So, right. you know what I'm saying? Dudes, listen. The reason why... Look, before I was listening to hip-hop, I was listening mm. to Duran Duran, uh, motherfucking uh, Minute Work. You know what I'm saying? I was listening to Cindy Lauper. You know what I'm saying? That shit. That B94 shit, bro. Yes. Me too. Me too. Okay, I was Me heavy too. into that shit. And then I saw... Mm-hmm. This dude named KRS One. No, mm-hmm. before him, mm-hmm. it was Run DMC. Saw so these black men like, oh, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, because you remember, you know, normally like a recording artist, they always sing about love, 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 and they looked a certain way. Mm-hmm. These dudes was like. Peter Piper picked peppers and run rock. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then boom, I found this dude named KRS-One in this song, You Must Learn. Oh, man. What the fuck is this? Then I discovered another dude, Big Daddy Kane. Slick Rick. Mm. This cat named Rakim. I'm like, oh, it's like, what's this? Mm. EPMD. Mm -hmm. My favorite group. Public enemy, you know, Chuck was talking some other shit. Like, whoa, yeah, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck was angry. You know what I'm saying? I heard, you know, black men just being uh, like, it's the, oh, I love you, baby. They're like, fuck the power. Man. Like, whoa, what's this? My first line, my first thing I can remember, like, people were like, all right, with Chuck D, my Uzi weighs a ton. Mm-hmm. Bro. At an eight-year-old, that shit was fearful. Like, I'm not fucking with him mm-hmm. at all. His Uzi weighs a ton, like, a, a, a ton. And I don't even think he was talking about an Uzi at all. No. Until that, okay, but that that's one thing that lacks with MC and two. Like, Ice Cube, certain fear. Like, like there's no... Fear, even though those were the actors, not 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 Chuck D, but Ice Cube was definitely. I know, I know. but writing what he saw instead of not living his life. But then you know, like N.W.A. I mean, like that little era, 
was like cursing wasn't enough until a black man rap. You know what I'm saying? Naughty by nature. You know, I saw like mm-hmm. anti for me, hip hop reminds me of comics. Okay. Delve in. Your rapper was your superhero. Facts. Facts. And they were superheroes. Facts. Okay. That chain was like, you know what I'm saying, their emblem, like it was their cape. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. seeing motherf- these motherfuckers doing this shit. Even Chuck didn't wear no gold, but that those African medallions. It was hard. That public enemy it logo. You know what I'm saying? Some. There there was a superhero aspect mm-hmm. to hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then you would like really understand like comics and hip hop go go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? While motherfuckers was collecting vinyl, Dan Stas was collecting comic books and mm-hmm. listening to hip hop. So I saw the similarities. Like I said earlier, we're the X Men. Where right. the fuck I get? I, you know what I'm saying? I was reading the shit. Right. You know. So there's like different elements like that forms hip hop, and um, you know, like the one thing. I will say is this is mm-hmm. like female rappers do not get the respect they deserve. No. Okay. No. Um, no. I don't, you know, oh, it's misogyny to all you feminists out there. Like chill the fuck out. It's so like, look, um, the one thing I do like about hip hop, which kind of keep women, I don't, y'all don't get in trouble. No. It keeps women in check is this. You grab that mic, honey. Okay, you better spit bars. Because I find it funny. <laughs> Women use more words than men daily. But the best rappers are males. See? See? I don't know. I don't know. Pound for pound. When you, I mean, just... I, I feel like at that time, it was a time when men can say, yo, I will listen to this female MC mm-hmm. over these dudes. There was plenty of times that uh, Shy Rock, Roxanne Shantae, Light, Latifah, at, at one time, Kim and Foxy. I would even throw them in. But then it was after that, the era, there would be like sprinkles. Mm-hmm. Like there's Rhapsodies out there. There's Tierra Wax out there if you want to get into the crunk shit. Mm-hmm. But it gets overshadowed. With this now, I guess, simplicity since Nikki, even though Nikki got bars, Nikki can rap. Yeah, she can. She but, got bars. But how, you know what I mean? But she was in that machine. Well, see, that The machine. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. listen, there's tons of great female rappers out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I offended you, you'll get, you get over yourself. <laughs> okay. I, I, listen, I offend myself. Right. Okay. So if I can offend me, I'm going to offend you. But you'll love me later. Um, you know, like, you know, the woman's perspective on this shit. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's better than the dudes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, look, when Kim came out uh, with her album, let's just keep it 100, dude. We only, we only wanted to hear the sex story. I don't know. I, well, well, yeah. I mean, but- I mean come on now. Her beats were hard. The but I'm just saying, hard. I'm just saying, she was talking, she was talking, she was talking that shit. Yeah, but yeah, it was anti Lauren Hill, I'll tell you that. It was definitely anti Lauren Hillish. Not like as her dissing, but the styles. Like, yeah, I mean, Lauren Hill and Kim was two different shits. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing with Lauren yeah, Hill. Yeah, that's what okay, I'm saying. I'm a fan of Lauren Hill fans. She's the most overrated rapper ever. Ah, uh, that's why you're looking at For this one reason only. 
her catalog. Let us really judge. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. when she does get on the mic and spit bars, mm-hmm. her bars is up there. Mm-hmm. Okay. But when you look at the body of work, it's lacking. Yeah. Yeah. But, and that's because I will throw in with you. She was in the Fugees. She was the best one out the click. Yeah, I was just about to say, she overshadowed yes. those dudes. Yes. So let's just imagine if we took the dudes away and it was just Lauren. Would she still be as big? No, her bars are fucking impeccable, bro. Yeah, they are. But you think, I'm like I said, with the machine. The machine, like, the machine could have hooked her up, particularly at that, at that era. T- an era, you believe? Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? When you look at the amount of female rappers mm-hmm. uh, that was out, and you just did like Lauren. Listen, yeah. Lauren would have been the queen of fucking. Listen, she would have been the king of New York. Facts. She could have ran New York. Facts. Like people tend to forget her bars on a translator screw album. Her bars was dope, but the jams was just like whack because of why clap. Listen, Lauren Hill could have. She would have been the king, queen. No, she'd have been the empress. Yeah, the ruler have been nobody fucking with her of been New nobody. York. Nobody, nobody. nobody. I, okay, I her plus that. with that singing shit too. See, I just, I just want a whole album of Lauryn Hill spitting bars. Fuck that singing shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. pure, unadulterated bars. It's sad. We ain't gonna get it though. She needs to do two albums: one just her and bars, and one with certain <laughs> guest stars and bars. Then you can go back to your little singing shit. Right. Okay. Right. You get those two albums from Lauren Hill. As of right now, she can go back and rehash some old rhymes, get some dope production. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lauren Hill right now would be running the show. Yeah. Did you hear a verse on Nas's Nobody? No, I didn't hear that. Yo. She killed it. She, she overshadowed Nas. If that means anything, Nas just had to come in and do his hook after, after I'll play it for you after, man. But yeah, Lauren Hill, I'm was, just saying, was like bouncing, like listen, whoa, listen, talking about El Boogie. Yeah, I always say that Lauren ain't nobody fucking with Lauren Hill as an artist, but her catalog is it's so lacking. Uh, it's lacking, you know what I'm saying. But if you take her work mm-hmm. and really. That shit destroys a lot of niggas. A lot. A lot of niggas. Like, you really listen to, like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lauren Hill, you know what I'm saying, is the greatest female rapper. Kinda. Top 10 MC, period. Top 10 MC? Period. Yes. But, but see, here's, here's, it's like, ah, her body of work. That, but that we can say the same thing about Andre 3000 if we want to put Andre. He never did no solo work. And when he did do that solo work, it wasn't like bars. You know what I mean? But some people say Andre 3000 in my top 10. And then some people be like, yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Okay. Okay. But, personal top 10s. And then yeah, like that's what the, the, the collective top 10. That's two different things. Okay. But people will throw Andre 3000 in a collective. Top 10. Okay, listen. You got him, Lauren Hill, and Jay Electronica. Okay. They should form a super group. 
Produced by who? It doesn't matter. Oh, shit. Okay, that album would never come out. <laughs> we'll get one song. All right. And the, to me, you know, real quick, this is way off topic, right? The greatest the- super group that should have did an album together, right? Jay-Z, DMX, and Ja Rule, when they did them two little murder songs. Listen, bro. If they would have did a fucking album. Well, they supposed to. If they would have did a fucking album, mm-hmm. that would have changed the fucking game. Definitely. If Cannabis mm-hmm. had some production on that album. Oh, my God. Okay. Cannabis, and I went back and listened to him from, uh, when did he come out? 97. 96, 97. Yeah. That 90s. That yeah. little four-year run. Yeah, 90. Wait a minute, uh, 95. So, so, okay, somewhere in there. Yeah. But that little four-year run of cannabis. Mm-hmm. Tell me, during mm-hmm. that time, who was fucking waiting? Think about it. Nobody. That was the only dude at the time that I would get a collective of mixtapes that he was on to make one mixtape of just cannabis. Like, that was one rapper that... Every time somebody had something of him, mm-hmm. I needed to hear that and have that in my collection. You can call me on the phone. You can call, call me, me collect. collect. When I first heard that, I was like, what the fuck is this nigga on? I pulverized MCs and blow up mics from street corners, oh ciphers to international God. websites. At that time, when he said that line, the internet was not as you know it today. No, no. Okay. This dude was talking about being on the internet. Like, what the fuck is this dude on? Okay. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. And at that time, right, you had heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Heavy hitters. Nobody was fucking waiting. Man, yeah, it was during, that was during the Purple Tape era. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wu-Tang. Yeah. Bob D. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Biggie. Biggie. Pac. Pac. Pac yeah. could, no. Nobody could fuck with him. No. At all. No. Okay, so if no. you want to talk about, like, Top tens. Ooh. Cannabis, that little run was the number one dude. Tell me who could fuck with him. At that time? At nobody. 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 Like, I thought he was part of Clues crew after a while when Clues to pick mm-hmm. him up, but then he was on everybody's shit. He was one of the MCs at that time during the mixtape era that he wasn't exclusive. He had a freestyle. Every DJ that had a mixtape at that time, bro, like I he didn't care. Doo-wop, fucking Lazy K, all the way up to Clue, Flex at that time had mixtapes at the time. Big Cap had mixtape. It was crazy with his run, and I never thought of it. I used to always get on the dipset run when it came to mixtape era, but you're a hundred percent correct with cannabis. Like it was a four year straight run, and then he dropped the album. Ooh. Fucking with, can we say that why Clef ruined hip hop then with, with Lauren Hill's career and fucking cannabis yeah, career? Yeah, can we say that? Yeah, yeah, because like, listen, bro, that that little, oh my god, like, listen, man, uh, like I said, I'll never forget the first time I heard cannabis. Mm. It was on this song called Uniform. I forgot uh, what soundtrack that shit was on. My man played it for me, right? Mm-hmm. I was blown. Mm-hmm. My head just went, what is this? Who is this? 
And remember, he was on that song with Razkaz and Helter Skelter, who was in their prime. Yes. And he smoked them dudes. Yes. 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 Oh, my God. The only dude I thought I was could give him a run at that time was, like, Keith Murray. And I, no. after, like, then I was about to say, after a month of just hearing these exclusive freestyles, I was like, oh, well, no. And you know what I mean? Because at that time, I used to think Keith Murray was the hottest I mean, he was hot. I mean, don't get, listen, man. Now, this dude made up his own words as he went along. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the first time I heard Keith Murray was on that hostile on an Eric Sermon. Mm-hmm. Keith Murray, coming in in the North, South, East, and West, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, listen, man. Like, there's been some dudes who, who just show up. They're kind of, they got that Terrell Davis, um, Gale Sarah syndrome. <laughs> It's short. The careers were short, but it's just like, uh, I mean, just the, that little fragment of time is just like, yo, because I'll say this, right? Mm-hmm. I'll go on a limb. That little four-year run of uh, cannabis. Yeah. He smoked your boy Eminem, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I will say that. Yeah. I feel like if it wasn't no cannabis, it wouldn't have been no Eminem because that was the only other rapper before the Shady deal mm-hmm. would be one of those. I need his freestyles. I need to have his freestyles because this dude is ridiculous. This dude is boring. But it, I wouldn't have been like, oh, damn, if it wasn't for cannabis. Yeah, cannabis did open the door for him. So I'll keep it 100. He liked to say... Red man and all that is his influences. Nah, bruh. Chino XL. I wish Chino XL would have did that same type of run, but he just came out with an album barn. He's still coming out with music barn, but if he would have did that approach. Uh, you know what, Chino, that when Pac disting, well, first of all, Chino was on another fucking level. Right. Rhyming. Okay. Uh, you have to have a, like a decent IQ to understand this nigga. Okay, his punchlines, his metaphors, how he goes after motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but he still wasn't fucking with cannabis. No, no, no. Okay, no. And, and Cheeto ain't no slouch. No, no. Nobody no. was fucking with. Listen, this I'm, is what I want y'all to do: go on YouTube, go on the net. Call it up, call it collect, go do it, and study this nigga, okay? And think about, for those who ain't old enough, think about the time that he came out in and who the fuck he was going up against, mm-hmm. all right? Uh, that dude was number fucking one. Wow. I was just saying. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Before we... we, we, before we We've been we on a deep end, but I'm gonna put it right back to you. I know you as a producer. Yes, sir. I remember we rapped a couple of weeks ago to try to hook this up. When we first talked again, you was like, I'm done with music. Yes. I'm like, I'm done producing, yes. And then we got on some other shit. Like I was like, oh, all right, word. And we talked again after. Last Friday, right? 
my favorite day of the week with music. I go into my new releases. Everybody I follow, I see the new releases. I saw the release of Sunset Soundscape, bro. Yes, sir. I was like, wait a minute. That, did he drop new music? I'm not going to even ask him. But then I look back. You dropped, you dropped three this year. Yes. And it's not even February. Yeah. I thought you was done with music. I am. I'm no longer making music. That's some old shit. I found the hard drive. And I'm like, okay, it's just going to sit on the hard drive. So let me put it out there. Actually, I found a couple more. So uh, this year, it'll be couples. Sing- I may do another EP, depending how it sounds, but uh, it'll be a couple more joints coming out. Uh, as soon as I mix them, get them sounding right, and then that's it. Then you're done. Yeah. But you got a lot of heat to just. Oh, put I, out listen, this is what I did. I took all my music and erased it. I don't know if I want to applaud that one, but you know what? I went thermonuclear, post-apocalyptic, this shit's done. Oh, my. Okay, but there were some remnants. I didn't clean everything out. Oh, uh, he straight up. I had to drop a bomb, bro. You, oh, you blew up the beats. You blew up the beats. I, I oh, blew man. up a lot of things. Man. Listen, man, I blew up my catalog of samples. I had some heat. Uh, that was what uh, thirteen years worth of stuff. I'm here crying right now. Destroyed it all. Well, and which? Oh man, see, I'll I don't tell you know. why. I, okay, because I got frustrated. I'm I'm making all this music. See, first of all, I don't make music for me. Okay, it was never a me thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Meaning, like, uh, listen, there was many times. In my life, hip hop gave me hope, gave me direction, it mm. gave me something. The reason why I started uh, rapping, producing, was to add to the tapestry of hip hop. Okay. Okay. I was never in this thing for money. Okay. Okay. Uh, I did it for the love. Because, like I said, it gave me hope in some of the. Listen. When I go through some dark times in my life, I throw in that fucking infamous shit. I throw that shit in. Right. I throw in that There's a Dark Side by Red Man. Uh, all we got is Us by Onyx. Okay. Oh, you know, I'm talking goodness. some dark shit. Okay. This isn't, you know what I'm saying? Not no happy shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, Hip hop gave me a sense of who I am as a black man, a black person. Taught me history. Okay. Taught me a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to give back. All right. So in doing that, I never charged dues for my beats. Like I said, I you know, I'm more concerned, not that front end money, mm-hmm. but that back end money. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, I was like sitting there. And this is part of the COVID thing because I did this during COVID. Fuck this shit, you know. Niggas don't appreciate me. Yada yada yada. Click, boom. Hit it wow. again. Uh, one more time. One more time. There you go. 
So, you know, when I look back, I actually got a catalog. You can find me on your favorite streaming services. Okay. Uh, you know, I tried to do a little bit of everything. Uh, I made boom bap, whatever. Yeah, you definitely had a lot of styles when mm-hmm. I was listening. I definitely was like, wait a minute, you, you got me with one, and then I looked like... One said latest release. I was like, wait a minute, this one was just in my new releases. Wait a minute, what's what's going on? Like, hold up. And then I saw it was three in a year. Mm-hmm. Like you're once again the work ethic. You, you no, said I put in work. Yeah, look, that's what I'm trying to say. You you're doing more work after kaboom and shit than niggas that's out there really going out there trying to make the shit kaboom for real. You know what I mean? You blew your shit up. Three albums. You didn't have to put that out. Like I said, I have to give back. Okay? You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You know, I think I said this earlier. You know what I'm saying? The reason why I gave free game is because somebody gave me free game. I reciprocate. You know, I don't look at hip-hop as just some musical art form. This is a culture. This is a culture of black people in the United States, and now it's worldwide. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta learn how to give. Uh, you know, if someone gave you something. You know, what I'm saying, you gotta teach each one. Teach one all day. That, you can't I teach everybody. Can't teach everybody. There's always that, that one person that's gonna come in your life who needs like a little guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I did a Facebook live video on that talking about OGs. Mm-hmm. Okay, because the OGs, it's like, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? Fuck all y'all. Okay, you can kiss a dog's dick mm-hmm. for all I care. It's like, look, it is our job as OGs to teach the pups. Mm-hmm. You can't teach all of them. That is true. Everything starts at home. You don't even teach your motherfucking kids hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. I got seven brothers. Taught them hip-hop. Right. Okay. A lot of it they like, a lot of it they don't, but at least they know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I got nieces and nephews. That's I got a 13 year old nephew who does not like modern music. <laughs> he has said that he don't like it. All right. So I teach him. I teach my niece. I got a couple like little, little ones. They ain't ready wow. for it yet, but I'm going to teach them. Just acclimate them. You know what I'm saying? You could do that at home. Mm hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Remember, we listened to our parents' records and took them shits and flipped them shits. <sighs> okay. And you mean to tell me you can't teach your kids that I don't care about your baby mama, your baby mm-hmm. daddy. <sighs> okay. If you can't do that, well, then what the fuck are you doing? Man. Okay. Was... That's part of that infrastructure shit. I used to make a beat arguing with my baby's mama. Mm-hmm. Like, like nothing would stop me like that would be a beat my emotion while I was arguing like cats don't know how to just just throw paint at the canvas do that and sometimes it's the most beautiful thing all the time you know, we, we have to teach hip hop hip there's an official school of it it really isn't mm-hmm. okay yeah they teach classes but you know what I'm saying where's the official hip hop school okay um you know, we have to teach. So basically, Dan's status is given. I've added to the tapestry of mm-hmm. hip hop. Yes, he did. 
Um, you know, I still do it now. You know, Real Rap is making the comeback. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The only reason why I stopped Real Rap was the technical difficulties. Oh. I bought a new computer and the fam got loud. Oh. So, uh. You, are you on Adobe, right? Bro, trust me, that fan is loud. Oh, shit. So now, I was about to say, okay, turn off the turn that D Hummer. it take out something. So, something. so basically, I got a new little setup. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to be dropping, like, uh, more stuff, s- stuff like this. Um, you know, I want to thank, you know, Brother Shade. Oh, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's, um, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to talk. You know, it's been a fucking pleasure. Like, like I said, you always said free gifts. You gave me inspiration to even say, I'm going to do a pod. Like, I'm going to get my feelings out. Mm. Not just about hip hop, but everything. And then I realized, I was like, I got to talk about Pittsburgh hip hop. People don't talk about it. And I know, you know they lot, talk about it, but they don't talk, they don't talk about they it. They don't talk about it. And yeah. I have to bring in people that's involved, like in to come down and just rap. But you're coming back with the, so I'm going to change the title, everybody. I'm going to have to change the title. I'm going to ask probably ask Dan to just give me a new title. I'm, oh, uh, man. I don't know. I not, said chilling with shade. Chilling with shade. Yeah. You know, I might, I don't know. Oh, man. Ah, uh, but it is a pleasure. You gave me the inspiration, bro. That's thank you. No, you know what, dude? Thank you, you. No, you've inspired me. Okay, because trust me, I listen to your shit. Oh man. <laughs> okay, because uh, you know, some producer buddies was like, "You don't make boom bap." Like, okay, all right. You know that Griselda shit? Everybody loving. Yeah. Okay, when I was making that shit, yeah. niggas was talking bad about me. Mm-hmm. Oh, you making that old dirty shit? Ain't nobody trying to rap on it. So I was like, all right, see, I, listen, hip hop is a competitive sport. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I listen. I like to fucking compete. I, listen, I'll go. Listen, I'll I'll dirty you. I'll outwork you in dirt. Okay, you too pretty. You know what I'm saying? I listen. I will stack ugly wins every day, all day to your pretty losses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you dropped 500 yards on my ass, but guess what? I got one more point than you did. Right. Okay. Right. And I sacked your quarterback, you know what I'm saying, and fell on him on purpose and broke his leg. That's how I play. All right. So, boom. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to the league office, you know what I'm saying, paying fines. <laughs> yada, yada. <laughs> like, all right, did I win? Yeah, get the league suspended. Like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? But, but you won. Yeah, I won. So, I started doing different styles. Mm-hmm. So when I got the I don't do boom bap, I'm like, all right. So I forgot which joint you dropped. I listened to it. Like, yeah. So you inspired me to mm-hmm. make some boom bap shit. Yeah, man. That, that's you know the thing. Actually, the one beat, this, mm-hmm. was listening to one of your joints. Oh. I forgot which one. Oh, man. I think it was uh, March 16th one. Uh, I remember. Something like that. But, I, you know what I'm saying? You inspired me. Uh, Well, as long as it comes all, it comes back in full circle, which it always does. You know what I'm saying? And and knowing your history, right? See, remember before I decided to become, you know what I'm saying, dance status, 
mm-hmm. when I was Larry, I remember you out there doing your shit. Mm-hmm. You you in Quest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rapping. Okay. I remember that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? You ins- you've inspired me and you didn't even know it. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? I made beats then, too. I made those beats that we was rapping in, too, on this fucking Casio. No, mm-hmm. that, man, that shit was on a track machine. It was it was bad at those times. That was Shadow Lounge. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to round it out. You brought up a very good album earlier, so I'm going to round it out. Yo, we another episode of Go Rap, Let's Rap. That's going to be the end of that title. I'm going to come with some new. The dance status is disgraceful. We out. My interludes more fatter than most niggas LPs, so don't sell me the stale cheese. I'm more nicer than little.